Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. With things surrounding the draft, I think everything up until this point in time is mostly groups working within them, within their own structures to evaluate the draft, evaluate the strategy, evaluate their own roster. Um, you know, the next 10 days is, I think, when teams start plugging in with each other to find out what they may or may not be able to do. Do you have an untouchable? Uh, I think we definitely have a few untouchables, um, you know, um, you know, but uh, as you know, in this business, there's nothing is uh, nothing is uh, for sure. Slinging a fastball shooter looking good in the background there. Man. Shooter. Charlie, Charlie Walters, Walters is looking good. OK, who's what? Where did we pull that from? That was that like a was that an 8K camera? What was the that was great camera quality. Uh, so KSTP was there, I believe. Finch was doing like, um, clinic. like a clinic for youth kids. kids. And then, of course, clearly PR tipped people off. Like, yeah, he could be available afterwards to talk about the clinic and or yeah, upcoming offseason stuff. So that's thing. Uh, we're building uh, we're building a playground today. If the media wants to yep. come by and yep. uh, ask questions ask, about the playground. Ask two questions hey, uh, about yeah, the playground. Does Carl Anthony Towns like playgrounds? Could he be traded? Is he untouchable? <laughs> Would he like playgrounds, let's say, in New York? How about Brooklyn playgrounds? Portland, perhaps? Portland has nice Houston has a lot of playgrounds. Yeah, yes. playgrounds. I, I love those, though. A couple of questions for Coach about the clinic. Yeah, okay. Was it fun? Yeah. Do you like this? Yeah. Okay, what about the rest of your roster? Yeah. <laughs> so it, he's kind of setting the scene there, and, and he did he did say there's a, there's a few untouchables. I don't know if there was a follow-up of, is Carl Anthony Towns untouchable? He probably wouldn't have given a straight answer. I don't know if he would have said yes, but um, but that was sort of the entry point into the Wolves offseason. Hey, we're going to spend the next couple of weeks figuring out what's possible, what's not. And so we can get into, basically, if we were sitting in a room with Timberwolves Brass, what sort of questions would we have? We also have a random Minnesota Athlete of the Week here today. Did you guys see real quick? Magic Johnson's tweet after the Nuggets won the championship yes. last yeah. night. Congratulations, Tim Conley. President. <laughs> oh, God, what, you know, Magic, uh, Tim Conley uh, is in Minnesota now. I don't know if you knew that or not. It was yeah, brilliant. he tweets, congratulations, to, and he hasn't deleted it because I just grabbed it this morning. Congratulations to Denver Nuggets president Tim Conley. And then he lists like Calvin Booth and Mike Malone. They did an excellent job coaching every series in the playoffs. Yeah. Conley doesn't get a ring for this, right? Even though he built like 90% of the roster. No, I don't think so. Cause he, he wasn't part of like this particular team. I think that you have to be part of the particular team unless, and now, cause he left the nuggets under not great terms, right? Didn't they feel betrayed by his departure? 
Uh, I don't think it was amazing terms. From what I've kind of heard behind the scenes, it, it was definitely, they definitely felt they were losing someone great, which is good for your Timberwolves fan. We can debate how you feel now, which I have a take on. I don't know if it's still contentious. If he, I mean, I'm sure he sends some text messages after that happens last night. Uh, but I actually, I don't know about you guys. Maybe you can tell me this is a dumb hot take, but two months ago when the Wolves were punching each other and Cat was no-showing playoff games again and Connolly was reportedly flirting with the Wizards' job, yep, I felt like this is turning into one of the biggest train wreck front office hires in a, in a franchise littered with train wreck front office hires. After watching that Nuggets team that he molded 90% of, now, they added a couple really key pieces right. that probably put him over the edge, just like a couple good role players. Yep. But he helped build the culture. He helped find some of the hidden gems. He was the catalyst, one of them behind the scenes, building that roster. I feel so much better about Tim Connolly today than I did a month ago or two months ago. And we kind of talked about this with Royce. I actually feel better on behalf of the Timberwolves watching the Nuggets win their first championship, similar market size, not similar history, really, because the Nuggets have been largely a winning franchise. But for so many years, it has felt like Lakers dynasty, and then there's a Spurs dynasty, and and there's a Bulls dynasty, and there's all these like super team dynasties. And half the league is just playing to get into the playoffs, and maybe you can make it to the second round, but that's probably the glass ceiling for you. It kind of feels like Toronto and the injury to Durant helped that. Toronto and Denver and a couple other teams, maybe even Miami, just getting to the finals a couple times with ragtag teams. It's kind of opened up a new world of what's possible in the NBA. So I actually, I sit here this morning feeling a lot better about the Timberwolves and a lot better about Tim Connolly. Is that a hot take? No, it's not a hot take, um, but I think there are some questions here because Conley was obviously part of an infrastructure in Denver that he was a key part of that was very, very good and solid. I, I mean, at the end of the day, somebody in the second round said, Joker's the guy to take. And like, that's the type of pick that just is a franchise changer because it's a second round pick out of nowhere. So... I still think the Timberwolves have so much that they have to prove. And it's sort of why I'm, it's not sort of, it's why I'm looking forward to the official transition out of the Glenn Taylor ownership era, because the Wolves, the Wolves still to me far too often feel like a Ma and Pa shop. And until they feel like a real professional franchise, which at this point in time, they don't to me, that's where I think you have a chance to pivot and actually get to the get start to get to the point that's my problem i don't even feel like behind the scenes they've started to get to that point yet i it, feel it like it's different now than it was a couple years ago now yes. like a-rod and laurie have definitely right gotten their fingerprints sort of like, on things. but they, yeah but they've got their fingerprints on it but they're still being held it feels like they're being held at a distance uh to a certain degree i think they definitely are because they're trying as, to be kind of respect respectful to well, glenn and yeah and as dukes continues to say he, uh glenn taylor owns the team until he doesn't like like it's not a it it's and it's weird that the conley hire came from laurie and arod and yet glenn like didn't really know who he was but glenn had to okay it and all of this i i won't i don't have an opinion about the timberwolves transitioning to becoming 
the new wolves until Glenn is officially a former owner of the team. And then we can sort of see how the business operates, but there's just so much to be done. And the Gobert trade still there's questions about as well. Um, So I guess my feeling doesn't really change because it's very, very clear that Denver has a structural sound organizational footprint that the Timberwolves either have to get to, uh, but really aren't there yet. And Denver built it in the draft, right? I mean, look at what they've been able to do here. It, Jamal Murray comes back. I mean, it, it was pretty, oh, I got a little emotional God, watching dude. that yesterday, like at the end of, of him. I'm a sucker for those kind of things, but uh, watching watching what Denver has built has, has been incredible. And yeah, there isn't a stranglehold super team anymore. I mean, Jimmy Butler took a ragtag bunch of group here to the NBA finals again. Um, Denver, who was people kind of looked at as a fraudulent number one seed. And I don't winning. know who said that. It must have been though. you guys. Yeah. I was hacked. I know I'm what you're talking about. at the beginning of the first round. What don't don't be so happy about this, right. folks. <laughs> and then you just look at the mainstays that have been the finals the last ten years. LeBron, Steph, um, those guys didn't weren't in the NBA finals this year. I mean, Joker's the MVP for sure, but it, it it's not the stranglehold of super teams like it was for like the last fifteen years. It seems, and it seems like that's actually good news for a franchise like Denver who just won a title, but also for the Minnesota Timberwolves who probably don't have to climb up so many other mountains to get to the top. Yeah. It's like the door is open. If you can find two really good players and then build out the rest of your team with good chemistry role players, it's not as daunting as trying to find three hall of famers and build a super team, which you're never going to do in Minnesota. The formula of finding a really good player or two, like a Batman and a Robin, and then filling out the roster is a much more attainable goal. If you're a franchise like Denver or the Timberwolves. It does piss me off, though, that in the last two years now that Denver has the Stanley Cup champion a year ago and now the the L.O.B., the winner of the Larry O'Brien trophy, and that we're still sitting here muddling through. And it's not just the Wolves. You know, the Wild can't get past the first round. Like Denver, Denver is is Minneapolis and Minneapolis is Denver. It's the same. I mean, the markets are so closely aligned that it ticks me off that we are still, I don't know, we're still trying to find our way. We're still the ups, you know, what, when are we going to get one of these damn things? I'm not even asking for back-to-back championships in hockey and basketball. When is somebody in this town? We have every major sport. Is that, are are we kind of going through, I feel like we're going through the the stages of sports grief, watching that happen last night, where the first I guess the first stage for me was hope. Oh, this is great. Tim Connolly built this. He's now building the Timberwolves. Oh, you know, they it's a it's a non-marquee market that kind of found its way in today's NBA. And now but then the next step is but but why can't it happen quick? I will say the Timberwolves, call it a hot take, call me a homer. The Timberwolves are closer than it seems. They've been to the playoffs twice. They've got the centerpiece player in Anthony Edwards. They've got a couple really interesting young sidekicks, like like Jaden McDaniels is one of the best defensive players in the league. The the Wolves have some makings here that are really interesting, and the next big trade, which we can talk about. By the way, there's another batch of Carl Anthony Towns trade ideas that hit the internet yesterday, so we can get to that. But like they're closer than it seems, even though 
last season was underwhelming and tumultuous in a lot of ways. I'm tired of it feeling, or I'm tired of us considering it to be closer than it seems, though. I want something. I want more. I want a, fir- a damn first-round win by somebody. I want I want to see, like, when Boston wins, it's frustrating because they're a bunch of pompous asses, and when things go, go wrong, we hear about, oh, you don't know the pain of being a Bruins fan. Bleep you. But when Boston wins, I don't know that I can put this town in the shoes of Boston, right? Like, you sort of can, but yeah. But I mean, again, Denver, Denver's footprint and ours are almost identical. I was watching; it was like the Denver variation of Score North. Uh, it's just Denver Sports DNVR. It's That's part of really the All good. City Network. They Those do a good job. Fun. They have a lot of fun. They do. They do have just a lot like of fun. Us. Yes. And uh, I was watching. They had a live stream going. I, I just found it on Twitter toward the end of the fourth quarter. And so the Nuggets, and it looked like the Nuggets were going to kind of run away. And then all of a sudden, Jimmy Butler has a last gasp. But as they were going down to the wire, two minutes, one minute, just watching these guys at this crowded bar, there's four guys on screen. Selfishly, I want that to be us at some point. I want us to be at a a bar off West 7th as the wild, like, I want it to be us at the loon down the street from Target Center as the Timberwolves are counting down. But it seems it's been so long, and I feel like the majority of the people that consume our shows on a regular basis now don't even have a conscious memory of the Twins winning the World Series. So in some ways, it's hard to even envision that podium last night, certainly with Glenn Taylor as the one holding up the Larry O'Brien trophy, but it's, it's not even part of our consciousness. It's right. not like some of these other fan bases where, boy, they look at their watch. It's been about eight years since our team has hoisted one of these things. Most of us, Declan's one of them. I was six years old and vaguely remember Dan Gladden stepping on home plate. Declan doesn't even know what it looks like for a Minnesota general manager or owner or series MVP to be holding up a trophy with confetti falling. So from that perspective, I was – so we, hopefulness, anger – and then jealousy was like the next step in my stages of sports uh, <laughs> processing not, last night. But it's not selfish. We deserve that. We all deserve that. Like, it's not selfish as Boston. Oh, the Bruins and Celtics lost this year. You don't know the pain of that. Bleep you. <laughs> You've got chips, man. You've got championships, okay? So it's not selfish. We, and, and we, by the way, I'm not even asking for it to be like, it's got to be the Wolves. I want to see a championship here. Now to me, the Vikings would be the most fun because I've, we have never seen that. And I think this town would absolutely explode, but hell, if it's the wild, I, I mean, anything like when you are a championship city when, or state, when you have a championship for a while, it changes everything. You got more bravado. You got a swagger. It's incredibly cool. And that's like, Phil, to your point, you, but especially like Dex, who's not young now, and people Dex's age, they don't ever know what that swagger is like when you can be like, well, yeah, you know what? We got Stanley Cup or an LOB or World Series trophy or a Lombardi. So I don't think that's selfish one bit. I think it's something that we deserve as pretty damn good sports fans. I love how, number one, I love how Judd's basically gone full CM Punk on Boston sports right here. Like, he is just like, you're a dynasty. You're not the underdog. You're a dynasty, which which I'm with you. I'm with you, Judd. But it is, like, to keep the wrestling analogies going, like, Minnesota sports have been the mid-card wrestlers stuck on the same scene 
for 30 years. They've yeah. gotten pushes occasionally. Like, like oh. Jeff Hardy. We, and, we yes. keep, and, then we, and then we keep, like, overdosing and, then, and getting arrested. And yeah. then, like, okay, let's try again. Yeah, this is, like, it's Jeff Hardy. Oh, RBD, you flying to the top. Oh, crap, you get pulled over for having dope on you. And now we have to strip the title from you. Like, they, they've been stuck in mid-card mediocrity forever. And I had a dream the other night that we were all, us three, were at a bar. It might have been Park Tavern. and I'm, I'm blanking on a little bit now. We were watching the Twins win a World Series, and I was falling out of control. And I am <laughs> confident that is what I will feel like oh, or what cry. I will do you when cry. I see it. I will be a mess. I will be an absolute mess because wow. I just want to see it so bad. Well, you can support the Twins on their journey to try and win a World Series at uh-huh. twins.com slash tickets. That's twins.com slash tickets. Should be a fun week with the Brewers in town. Uh, why don't you play a game? Go get some Twins tickets at twins.com slash tickets and then count how many Brewers fans you see wearing jerseys and cargo shorts. Just trust me. That's pretty much all you're going to see when these Brewers fans come in. Uh, fashion statements from 15 years ago. So, uh, yeah, go check out Royce Lewis, obviously lighting it on fire. Alex Kirilov, hopefully he can stay in that batter's box and be engaged with eye contact with the pitcher. Twins.com slash tickets. Also, before we get to a list, an updated list of Carl Anthony Towns trade ideas. Every day there's just like, it's like a Krispy Kreme or something. There's just a conveyor (laughs) belt of new ideas, new trade concepts. Uh, EcoFun is another great partner of ours here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Two shops in the metro area, Forest Lake off 35 and uh, Burnsville off 35W in County Road 42. Youth ATVs and dirt bikes are in stock. If you're looking for maybe a gift for your kid, or the grandkid, you can win grandparent or parent of the year with one of the new youth ATVs with a wireless kill switch for the parents as well. Safety, folks. And uh, also scooters in stock and all sorts of fun toys at EcoFun Motorsports, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Uh, any quick final thoughts on just this processing that we're doing here before we get into actionables like trading someone here? I got a full list for you guys. I just have one thing to say to all you teams out there, because I know you watch the show. It's possible. It's possible. We're seeing it. We're seeing teams win. To Declan and Phil's point, the NBA is now a league where it feels like you have a chance. Seize it. Seize it by being competent. Seize it by not being dumb. Seize it by not being a mon pa shop in 2023. Sounds like criticism now, but you'll thank me later. Yeah. It does feel like. It's so hard to separate the Gobert trade because the Gobert trade just felt like very clunky the last 12 months. But it feels like there's some sharks in the organization now that didn't exist before. Mark Laurie is a shark. Alex Rodriguez is a shark. I'm not saying they're perfect, but like they have they have sort of a win at all costs business and sports acumen. And Tim Connolly seems like a shark. He built this thing that just won an NBA championship last night. You don't think that fuels him to try and because now now he wants credit for it. He didn't, he's not getting credit for this. Well, that would eat me from alive if I were him. He is from Magic. Yeah, that's true. Magic Johnson's giving Magic credit. Johnson and people, so. people are like Tim Conley's great. They're like he's with <laughs> Minnesota like, now. Wouldn't that eat you alive? You you spent ten years building this thing, grinding it, building the culture, building the roster, and then these guys are hoisting a trophy without you, and you're going to wind up historically getting nothing for it. In fact, it looks like you left and they got better, even though like the key pieces were there when you left. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Chris Finch alluded to this in his meeting with the media yesterday, just kind of referring to the new CBA and how the salary cap is harder to navigate going forward. And so we've been trying to sprinkle in once or twice a week on this show, uh, Carl Anthony Towns trade ideas, because it feels like all of these other franchise fan bases and blog bases are looking for ways desperately. It's like Portland fans are looking for ways to get a star next to Lillard, right? Now you got Oklahoma City fans looking to get someone next to Shea Gilgis Alexander. And if if someone thinks that Carl Anthony Towns can be that guy, awesome. Engage them in a discussion because at some point you're going to have to get rid of one of these chunks of salaries by a year from now so that you're not sitting in that second uh, luxury tax apron area. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw you guys this is an article from hoopshabit.com. 7 Carl Anthony Towns trade ideas. I'm going to give you three of them because we've already discussed, like there's a Knicks idea that we already did an episode on, and there's a couple other ones here too. But let's start with this one. Tell me what you think. Would you do this? Oklahoma City gets Carl Anthony Towns. The Timberwolves get three first-round picks, Chet Holmgren, and Jalen Williams, who was the number 12 pick in last year's draft, six foot six shooting guard from Santa Clara, really good rookie season. Would you do this trade? Oh, yeah. Three first-round picks and two two pieces, two potential young chips? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. Yep. Wouldn't even, would, would say, yes, thanks, it's done, and I would, I would make sure that the league was informed immediately so that the Thunder couldn't back out of it. I have, I have my questions about Chet, just given his size. Like, he's, I mean, he's, I know he's tall, but he, I think he has the same wrist dexterity as me. I just don't know if he's uh, as, as he's strong. He's very skinny. Uh, at, to, to play at the NBA level, but to recoup the draft picks, to have, yeah, two pieces that have, at the very least, if one of them works out as a really solid player to help you contribute, yes, I think I, I think I pulled the trigger here. I also run to the bank with this. I don't know. Is, is it like a hardcore Timberwolves fan that proposed this? This feels... Yeah, it seems some like of a the bad other trade. Pro- yeah. And if you're OKC, I, I get the logic in that instead of uncertainty of young players, and they, by the way, they have... I'll give you the write-up here. After hoarding an unprecedented number of draft picks, the Oklahoma City Thunder could finally begin to cash them in this summer. The Thunder overachieved this season thanks to their stellar play of Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who helped them make the play-in tournament after many expected them to be terrible. Now they could look to get serious about winning by pairing Towns with Gilgis-Alexander. I totally get the logic there. If you're the Timberwolves and you can get cheaper, here's the problem, though. I don't know... Do the salaries match on this? I guess these guys are high first round picks, so maybe 
Maybe it comes close enough. They might have to throw in another salary eating piece, but I run to the bank with this. Right, but that's fine, right? Yes. That's no problem. Yes. Okay, here's another one. And again, this one, uh, I think you'd have to throw in a salary matching piece here too. The Rockets get Carl Anthony Towns. The Timberwolves get Jalen Green and Jabari Smith, two young 20-year-old potential young star players. And the fourth overall pick in this year's draft. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. In, in again. Yep. yep. And, the, and the write-up, yeah, I'm in here too. And the write-up is the, the Rockets' rebuild post-James Harden has been a hot mess, to say the least. Uh, since James Harden was traded, the Rockets have won just 24% of their games. Let's see here. And they're also 0-3 when it comes to landing the number one overall pick. While, Jay, while Jalen Green and Jabari Smith may turn into stars, the Rockets appear impatient and look to try and win now, starting with an ambitious free agency wish list. So they sign Harden back, they trade for Carl Anthony Towns, and they push forward with um, just a competent roster and coaching staff. So, yeah, I mean, so on, sign me up. On the surface, that trade actually makes probably more sense from the rocket standpoint than the OKC trade makes from the Thunder standpoint. Yeah, if, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's reckless and irresponsible for Houston to say, let's build around James Harden again at age 33 and get rid of young assets. Yeah, but, 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 if, but if he goes back there, he's going to definitely have demands, right? Harden's not going to going to go back there to play on a bad team. So he's going to want to bring in some, some for sure as well. So yeah, like he I would could probably only go back if you made a trade like this, I could see that mm-hmm. it might be irresponsible, but the OKC thing to me seems like a pipe dream. Okay. Here's another one for you guys. Mm-hmm. The Blazers get, and by the way, uh credit to this show, I feel like for starting the Blazers Timberwolves dialogue. Well, that's what happens when, when you have an undercover Blazers agent on your show. That's right. And when you're a reckless speculation uh, visionary. Reckless speculation. So the Blazers would get Carl. 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 Switch. Carl. Carl. And the Timberwolves would get Anthony Simons, Shaden Sharp, who was, I think, the seventh overall pick. Was it last year or two years ago? Mm Mm-hmm. And the third overall pick in this year's draft. And those yeah. salaries match, by the way. And yes, no problem. Dude, this third is a pick. run to the bank if, if they offer you this. Yeah, if I had to rank these trades, I would say OKC one, that Portland trade you just read two, and the Houston trade three. All three are far superior than anything that you gave us on Monday show. Mm-hmm. I think I might put this one number one because I love yeah, Shaden Sharp. And the third overall pick could get you Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they're both, they're all good. They're all good. So the write up is with Portland in the unenviable, posi- unenviable position of having to choose between building around Damian Lillard or trading him and tearing it down, Towns becoming available gives them an opportunity. The trade almost writes itself. Simon's sharp in the third pick. For Towns, with both franchises benefiting from the deal, Wolves could draft Henderson, who would give them a potential star to pair with uh, Anthony Edwards while being cost-controlled for four seasons. That means his next contract would only kick in after Gobert's ugly deal ends. In addition to the third pick, Simons is a sharp shooting guard who's coming off a career season. The only thing here is 
you'd almost have an overcrowded backcourt. So you'd have Henderson. You're probably going to want to start him as soon as possible, but he could come off the bench early. Anthony Edwards, Simons is a starting caliber guard, and Sharp at some point is a starting caliber guard. Plus, you have Mike Conley for a year. Can this so, be a three a three team trade to to send what one of those two guards elsewhere? You could you could potentially route Simon somewhere. Yeah, you could do that. I don't know, or I think I think you'd probably rather keep Shaden Sharp than Simon's long term. But yeah, so I don't know. Credit to whoever the hardcore Timberwolves fan is that writes for uh, what's this website again? Hoopshabit.com and the seven Carl Anthony Towns fleecing. I think it was idea. you. It was me. Speculation. Yes, I've been running Matthew. hoopshabit.com on the side here for about the last 10 years. You read those trades on Monday's show, and you're like, these are all horse bleep. I'm going to make up some <laughs> really good ones. Yes. Uh, speaking of horse bleep, the opposite of horse bleep is the Meadows at Mystic. That's one of the best golf courses in the state of Minnesota, Declan. Absolutely. You can drill some putts like yours truly here at the Meadows at Mystic Lake. You can go to golfthemeadows.com to secure that frequent player card. Uh, you know, Father's Day is coming up. Go check out some tee times there. And also, you can get your dad that frequent player card, which gives you access to tee times with three weeks in advance. Plus, one of the best uh, patio spots in all of the metro. You can go to the Meadows Bar and grill and enjoy a cold one. Uh, between rounds or after the round of the 19th hole, go to golfthemeadows.com to learn more. All right. It's time for a random Minnesota athlete of the week here on this show where uh, we pit two members of the show against each other in a battle of historical wits. It's Declan's turn. It's loser is out. This is Declan's rules now. So Declan had a three-game winning streak, and then uh, I guessed Matthew LeCroy correctly last week. So now Declan gives clues while Judd and I battle each other we can guess up to three times until we're eliminated, and uh, we can ask Declan questions if we want to, but he can refuse to answer. So a few of the most recent random Minnesota athletes are Matthew LeCroy, Michael Oldewick-Candy, Matt Lawton, and Randy Foy. Judd and Declan tied at three. I have two. This is now the ninth, the ninth matchup here. So let's fire it up. All right, I'm going to give you guys the NFL films bed there as I uh, do not have the classic uh... – what was that wheel? Not wheel of fortune. Oh my gosh. Who wants to be a millionaire? Uh, mm. theme that we usually have. And Audible, I originally had another random athlete queued up, but I figured since we talked some wolves, let's go with the wolf. Oh, wow. This is on the fly adjustment here. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Let's start here. This random timber wolf of the week played in 541 NBA games. Any you know, just for, just for, I, I am putting together my top 100 Timberwolves list inspired by listener Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I did some work on this last night. So I've had my eyes on a lot of random Timberwolves. So Judd, I, I feel like this would be this is, it, a pretty huge upset if you could. Uh, this is an advantage to you. No question yeah. about it. How do you come up with a top 100 from a team that barely has a top 50? I'm 55 in and it's getting real barren. Yeah. Real barren. I feel like now it's just go, going to be like, um, throwing darts at a dartboard. <laughs> yeah, You're going to hit. You're going to be like, yeah, whatever. Okay. This random wolf of the week has over 100,000 followers on Twitter. This random wolf of the week in his draft class, it is loaded with former Timberwolves players that I would love to talk about after we uh, announce the winner of this competition here. I did not notice how many random wolves are in his draft class. Some prominent, some random. 
this random wolf of the week. I mentioned the games played total. He played in 155 games with the pups. Hmm. Including 541. Yep. 18 playoff games with the Wolves. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I don't. I kind of want to give this clue, but it might give it away here. Wow. We'll see here. Let's let's see. Let's see if you guys can just yell it out. I don't know. I did not know this, by the way, about this guy. This random wolf of the week is the franchise's all-time leader in three-point percentage. Fred Hoiberg. Ding, 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 ding. There it is. Wow. Mm, Freddie mm, Hoiberg. Mm, see? Let's go. I knew it. It's like 40, it's like a 43% three-point shooter or something. Uh, 46% with the Wolves. Wolf. He shot 48% in 2005. He actually led the NBA in three-point percentage and didn't get an invite to the three-point competition. Probably for yeah. actually good reason. The mayor. The mayor. I was going to say he had a very Iowa. prominent nickname. Mm-hmm. Um, mayor of Ames, Iowa. Yeah. All right. Uh, Two-game winning streak for old Macadac here. All right. So I am doing That was unfair, man. You walked into a buzzsaw. Yeah, I, sorry, I, yeah, I thought it might be these. a wild because I thought Dex did a Wolves <laughs> guy last time. But, uh, okay. We try to match up if we know we're going to talk about a certain topic, too, if we can if we can match it. But, but really uh, whatever you want to do for next week. Yeah, I'll be doing my own thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be a, a random fighting pike indoor arena football league player of the week next how about a minnesota moose player a defenseman well that'd be easy i feel like a lot of them oh mackie probably could get some but i feel like judd did a north star that could be just between the two of us i don't know that might be uh i I think that'd be boring because that'd be really tough it would be embarrassing it would have to be like madonna just to be a name that that you guys know and that's really not some some that's really not not super random yeah, maybe just like, can you name like eleven North Stars? Would be. I feel the like challenge. it needs to be fun. So I'm doing questions for the Vikings player, the random Viking player of the week, and this. Excellent. So I am buried in the basement of these standings right now. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, are you doing it for the Viking? I won Josh Freeman last. week. Oh, for this week, okay. Yeah, yeah, for this week, for Thursday. A lot of homework and, for and then, you. And then, oh, it's I love it. We'll have to get um, you the list of. I need of the list, though. Vikings. I'll okay. give you the list. Yep. I need the list. I need the list. Just send us an email. We'll uh, we'll figure it out. All right. Send me a reminder. Please <laughs> click the subscribe button on the Score North YouTube channel and the like button so we can help spread the word mm. about uh, this awesome community of depressed Minnesota sports fans. And then if you could give us a five star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcast too, it also helps spread the word. We'll see you guys over on Purple Daily today.